0: Welcome to the Bi-Urban Yogi, episode 24, with returning guest, April May Bellia. Today we talk about angel cards. We have a little session. It's intimate and interactive, and April gets into the nitty-gritty of my dating life. <laughs> and she gives me some great tips. I hope you enjoy it. I do apologize in advance. The sound, for some reason, my microphone was not working uh, as strongly as normal. So um, it, uh, it's a little bit hard to hear me in some parts, but I think what April has to say is very interesting. So I wanted to release it. I hope you enjoy. Namaste. April May Bellia is a wife and mother of three teenagers. Her professional career started as a cake designer under the namesake April Cakes. Her next company, Granola Girl, was founded in 2008. April is also co-founder of Serendipity Tea Party and Good in the Hood events. She is an intuitive coach and startup business consultant.
1: Um, or we can talk about the process. We can talk about 5D living.
0: 5D living, that sounds cool. That's what, the cosmic heart. The cosmic heart? That's James's topic. Oh, nice. Yeah, we can talk about that. I just press record it. Tell me. I won't edit it, so it's all gonna be. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm here to replace uh, James. Maybe. No way. <laughs> so we have I
0: have April my April Maybelia on the show. Is it Belia or Belia? Belia. Belia. Sorry, sorry. April Maybellia on the show, and she was actually my first guest. And um, I'm so happy that you're back. Yay! And uh, April was saying that she could give me a live angel card reading, which I have not done before professionally i tried to do it on myself and i didn't know what i was doing Mm -hmm. so i'm excited that i'm with somebody who knows more about these um you have three different decks one is by kyle gray who i really love he's so cute he's from um where is he from ireland or he's either from ireland or scotland and he's totally a muffin
1: (laughs) a leprechaun muffin yeah he's like a little leprechaun (laughs) i just
0: want to nestle him and then you got Doreen Virtue and Sandra Ann Taylor. And these are all Hay House. I love Hay House. Louise Hay. It's her company, a nice. publishing company. So tell me how it works.
1: So these cards that I have by Doreen Virtue were given to me when I took her certification program. Oh, you took when she, it? Yeah, she came into Vancouver, and it was actually the last wow. program that she offered. There were about 500 people there. Oh. And um, it was nice that I was there because that's where she announced, oh, this is going to be, like, the last program that i offer and so that's why these cards are especially special (laughs) for me that i use for all my readings and the others i just love for you know inspiration or next action steps and they have nice pictures so i'm a very visual person too so they have um yeah they're visually very nice to look at So this month, the reason why we're doing this and focusing on this for now is this month I'm launching my coaching program. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. So it includes um, channeling and angel card readings so that any clients that I'm gonna help, whether they're in the food industry or holistic wellness or yoga teachers, um, that the information that comes to them Mm -hmm comes through me, and also from my own past experience with running my business and starting a company. What? (laughs) balls. So usually when I have an angel card reading, I will ask the person I'm working with to take a few deep breaths and look deep into your heart and just think of a question that comes up for you something that might be on your mind that's been keeping you up at night or something you would like to resolve and work through okay. do I say it? yeah is there a topic that yeah, you want to focus on? I want on?
0: to work on not losing myself in relationship like romantic relationship because mm. I kind of lost myself in my previous one and uh, I I like met some cool people recently, and I want to date them and get to know them. But I want to like stay in my navel point and stay connected to myself and not lose myself. Yeah, So that's, I'm kind of working on how to navigate that.
1: So this is really interesting because so many people I do readings for, mm-hmm. I know on a personal level, so I know this is something that you actually teach to others. But but I wonder, why are we teaching things and we're not listening to ourselves?
0: Teach what we need, but it's hard to sometimes integrate it into our daily lives. Yeah.
1: So if I'm the person who's going to be here as the observer, Mm -hmm. and I've observed you teaching this to others, Mm -hmm. my role is just to remind you of what you've been teaching us. Because perhaps in your teaching, you're thinking so much of your students and what you're giving mm-hmm. that if you were to actually record it and you become the student of your own teaching, right. you have so much wisdom to share. Ah. So <laughs> I don't need ah. to pull any angel cards for this, but uh-huh. I also know you're an empath. And this is yeah. where the channeling comes in.
0: Mm.
1: This is where it's like, well, um, you know, all this stuff. So April is here to remind you of how to stay grounded and connected to your navel point and all I need to do is press a recording of your class
0: that's so funny yeah well it's almost like it's um wanting that that because um, it's what like I do practice it and I do feel more connected to my navel point than I have in a long time mm-hmm. but it's almost like I like hearing what I tell my students from another yeah like that's why I listen to Jai Dev Singh like um he came into town recently and I, I bought his online program and like I do it because he is kind of like the big brother I never had. Yeah. And I guess I kind of feel like maybe you're like the big sister that I never had. So I'm like, oh, I want to come on, just tell me like yeah. how to do it again. So yeah, that's interesting. Like I know how to do it and I am practicing it, but.
1: But be an observer of yourself. Okay. Right. It's almost like take yourself higher to a bird's eye view and Mm -hmm. see watch Will down there with his partner or whoever he's with. Mm -hmm. And how is he acting? How is he reacting? Mm -hmm. Is he being less of himself because he's taking on perhaps personality traits of the person he's with? Is he putting the other person on a pedestal? Is he pushing aside all of his own personal um, practices to be with this person mm. and putting this person ahead of his own needs?
0: That's totally what happened with the last one. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. And so, what
1: happened when you felt like you were losing yourself? How did it feel?
0: Well, I was training for a marathon, plus, I was like being vegan and teaching like 15 spin classes a week. So, my bandwidth was maxed out and then i met this guy and like he was cute and i kind of knew intuitively it was the wrong time but he was so cute and so nice i thought but it just wasn't the right person for me mm-hmm. and so i felt like i was i'd have i get these messages like oh like you should probably just like focus on the marathon right now mm. like, but he's so cute and like i'm going to see him once a week and so it was kind of like feeling torn i was feeling very torn yeah cuz part of me wanted to set good boundaries just like hey man like you're awesome let's just be friends and like maybe we can like hang out in six months once i finish the marathon yeah but then part of me had like FOMO and I was like nah yeah. yeah
1: well have you had it the other way or had this experience where someone's way too into you and you're like um I gotta teach or I gotta my other stuff to you and how does it feel for you when someone feels like
0: all, you know, smothering smothering not good
1: or not themselves
0: usually that's certain women Students of mine, a little bit too much, will crazy. Um, yeah, it just feels like a little yeah, smothering. Feels like too much. Like I just want to create boundaries.
1: But I, I think, or what I've heard is when people are really in their own power, that's Mm -hmm. what's sexy.
0: Yeah,
1: like when someone is doing them, doing Mm -hmm. their life, being the best version. I admire so many people who can be very strict with their diet or who have no problem saying no. And sure, I might be, you know, taking it personally or feeling rejected for a moment. But then I realize, you know what? Um, This is a lesson for me to learn how to say no to others when there is something already on my plate. Mm-hmm. And you know how there's even some people who I won't accept a weekend date unless they call me like by Wednesday. Like I just won't be available at a last minute.
0: Uh huh. This is this is you talking. You,
1: yeah, yeah. Some people will be like, well, no. <laughs> this is me uh, remembering somebody somebody a book saying. that I read <laughs> called "The Rules: The Book of Rules for Dating." Hmm. Um, they said women should have their own personal time and their own practices and their own life. Uh-huh. And not just be readily available for anyone who wants to have a date. Because it it, it puts out that desperate energy. And that's not very sexy.
0: No. Well, it's interesting. I feel like I'm I'm at this place in my life where when I just stick with my good daily habits that keep me in my highest, I quite enjoy myself in my life. And I don't really feel like I need anybody. And so I think it's just about being assertive and staying with that. And and regardless of whether or not I'm dating somebody, to keep that up. Keep up and you'll be kept up.
1: Well, I'm going to ask you, what is an emotion or a feeling that you really want to avoid?
0: Emotion that I want to avoid?
1: Or feeling.
0: like, um, Like feeling vulnerable. I don't like feeling vulnerable. Mhm. Yeah.
1: What about lonely or sad yeah, or alone? Feeling vulnerable. I think um do you, how do you expose yourself or show up vulnerable? I think you show up vulnerable all the time with in your classes.
0: But I do and I
1: I I don't You're so open to vulnerable. sharing
0: yeah it's like I sometimes my vulnerability turns people off and I can sense that it makes them like uncomfortable and then that makes me sad mm. um, but I know it's like what I have to do because it's like being authentic mm-hmm. um, but I just love the feeling of being an uplifter mm. and so if I'm had like for example like I started drinking coffee again I stopped it a few days ago because it like was totally throwing me off yeah and like I wasn't able to embody my calm grounded self that i wanted to be yeah and i i was like disappointed in myself because i'd be in a certain social situation and i was like i want to be able to show up more for this person but i'm like jittery mm-hmm. so yeah i'm just realizing the importance of good daily habits that keep me in my highest and standing for those because i really don't like feeling out of balance mm-hmm. yeah
1: do you feel out of balance when you're with someone because maybe they lift you up so high that you just can't remain grounded or you're like thinking that I love being with this person and I love being happy that I have this kind of addictive tendency to always want to feel this way when I'm around a person what if they can't always be that for you
0: I, I think that when I'm in my heart and when I'm in my core that's not an issue mm-hmm. And so I guess it's like maybe a good litmus test for me is like it's like oh am I starting to feel like I need external approval or that I need to be a certain way in front of this person? Oh, I'm in my ego. That's not you know that's not who I truly am. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just about uh, having vivaka discernment and like, oh okay in this moment I'm a little pinched off from my navel point. Okay, it's gonna adjust my posture a little bit, breathe a little bit deeper, breathe into my balls. Oh here we <laughs> go. Okay, I feel more myself and I don't give a shit. And like about. About being a certain way because I yep. just feel so good in my own body. Yep. You know?
1: So I'm going to bring up a discussion I had with one of our friends, Peter. Yeah. And he introduced this concept to me called emotional sobriety. Oh. And I love it. And I can't wait to talk about it more with him. Because um, when you feel too excited, mm-hmm. it's almost like, you know, you, you're out of your body. And people go yelling and screaming, but there, there's also this calm excitement that you feel when you're like, oh, my God, I just won the lottery. Like, let that sink in. Right. Or this is an amazing day, but I feel so calm and grounded and not taken out of my body. So when Peter said emotional sobriety, to me that just means how to remain neutral in any situation that could be super exciting, mm. but on the other hand, what if something was like super, um, like awful or traumatizing? Mm. How do you remain neutral, and not react, mm. so that you can respond in a way that was what he would say mature?
0: Mm-hmm. That's good,
1: right? So I'm like, this is a whole huge topic worth exploring, and yeah. and what tools can we use to bring us back to neutral or Mm -hmm. sober Mm -hmm. so that we're not so wild and crazy in our emotions and having all these super highs but also we know super lows come with that as well
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so i like that i like that too
0: (laughs) yeah and you can enjoy things more when when you're on that level of neutrality Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah because you're in your body and you're connected to your senses Mm -hmm.
1: you can totally let it sink in
0: that's cool i like that
1: Look at all these white cards. These are the pretty cards. I'm starting to draw. Mm. <laughs> Look. Okay. So these are beautiful. Wow. Um, the first card is honor your feelings. So that is we were talking about being vulnerable mm-hmm. at that time, and you know it's okay because that's how you want to connect with others. Mm-hmm. When you're vulnerable, it also gives them permission to share, and. Really, aren't those the conversations we want to have with people?
0: Yeah,
1: we don't want to talk about the weather. Sure, yeah, it's awesome. Or you know, what's your job? Yeah, no. <laughs> when you open oh, up okay. and start, it's almost like um, what's what do you call that self? Um, you know, when you put yourself down, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be also in victim mode either. You just no. kind of make fun of yourself, self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of humor that I think a lot of people can can relate to, but it also makes it easy to open up conversations. Hmm. And you're like, oh, my God, I hate my hair today. Or look at this shirt. I've got a stain on it. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're making fun of yourself, but you're not trying to cover up anything that isn't true. Right. Right. And that's what I think a lot of people default to. They're like, oh, my God, um, I can't show up to this party. I've got a stain on my shirt. But who cares? Acknowledge it. And people are like, oh, yeah, I do that all the time.
0: Right. Yeah, if you don't think it's a big issue, then the world won't. Yeah. But if you do, then the world will attract people who criticize that thing.
1: Yeah. Totally. And it also, you know, builds a platform where we know we're all human and we all go through stuff. Um, I showed up to this one dinner party that I thought was a pretty big deal. And someone asked me how I was, and I was like, well, to be honest with you, I'm not really feeling it, but I'm here. And he's like, well, I'm sorry to hear that, and thanks for sharing, and I hope whatever you're going through that, you know, it passes and everything turns out okay. That's good. But, yeah, I thought this was a good place to share that. Nice. And not just say, oh, yeah, everything's awesome. Yeah, you don't not to
0: gloss over things. You can... Neutrally say, yeah, hey, this is what I'm feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start crying <laughs> in yeah, that moment. You, do, you can. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next card was, and look at how these are all like really nice and white yeah. and all aligned with your kundalini practice yeah, too. It's all
0: these ladies dressed
1: in white. Um, take a step back. That's where I, when we were first talking about taking a step back and observing yourself. Mm-hmm. And in the third person like take a bird's eye view and say you know is will really being himself right now Mm -hmm. is he who he is when he's around this person Mm -hmm. or this new person that's in his life Mm -hmm. because i've seen many facets of will Uh and i love them all Mm -hmm. and if you're like not being any of those around or too much Mm -hmm. are you like trying to impress them are you trying to um, do or say something so that they spend more time with you, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. not manipulative, but what are you trying to get out of them, or why are you not being yourself?
0: Mm-hmm. Usually, like when I'm with like the person, I'm thinking of like these two individuals that I'm that I went on a date with, one each. And when I'm with them, I feel like myself. And then just sometimes when like it's like bye and then I start to like judge oh did I say the right thing or am I uh, you know do I really like them Um, you know should I call them or should I let them call me or text me Mm -hmm. Uh, so those things but it's fun to kind of just like watch all those thoughts and just like be in my navel point and just be like yeah that's cool Yeah,
1: not judge it or not overthink it
0: let it be like oh look the mind is generating thought yeah. That's awesome.
1: Well, this is so useful because how many women do we know go on dates thinking those exact same things mm-hmm. after either getting off the phone or leaving the, the person they're with? Right. It's like, oh, did I say too much, too little? Did yeah. I look good, good enough? You know, is he going to call me back? Should I call back? Is it too soon?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's cool to like, know that um, when you just cultivate the life that you love, and like, I've been trying this thing, like, there's this guy that I really like. And he identifies as straight from what I know. But, like, I would just love to date him. Mm-hmm. And he did kiss me on the mouth <laughs> when we said goodbye a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, so I'm just, like, pretending that we're already dating. And whether or not <laughs> I ever date him mm-hmm. doesn't matter because it just feels good to, like, imagine that. Yeah. And then that's, like, oh, what would I eat if I was dating this person? How would I treat myself? Nice. What, what would I wear, you know? If, yeah. if I was living my truest ideal life. And so it's kind of just fun to play that what if game and live as if it's already happened. And And then I I don't actually care if he ever, if the prince charming ever comes. Okay,
1: perfect. So what I'm getting as you're saying that,
0: just enjoying everyday life, and
1: you're practicing non-attachment, right? Because you're focusing on your life, and this person is inspiring you to be a better version of yourself. Yes what would you be like if this person were around and if they weren't you would still continue those practices because it makes you feel better
0: yeah yeah and if he ever if he ever decides to like date me um that would be great but like if he never does like I'm still like getting the benefit of like eating healthier and like getting up early and enjoying my drives to work just imagining that you know, um, he's next to me or whatever. Like I, <laughs> so cute. I have a very vivid imagination. That's like little girls playing like,
1: what would my last name be if we were to get married? <laughs> what would my dress look like if we had a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> Who would be my best man? <laughs> or <laughs> That's really I jumping be... the gun now.
0: <laughs> my <husband's so> hot. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's
1: you haven't met him yet. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. there.
0: Unless he's this guy, perhaps it could be this guy. You're, you already—you might have
1: met him already. Might have met him. Um, and the last card is balance. Mm. So I'm going to say, what does that mean for you?
0: Hmm. Well, I'm looking at the image, and it's like this lady with a candle and wings, and uh, she's got like a cool face mask on. Looks like she's pretty fierce. So I'm kind of like feeling, oh, like that's giving me permission to be a fierce angel myself and to play make-believe and fully, fully uh, give myself permission, almost like Lady Gaga, to completely play make-believe in a way that feels good to my navel point, to my core to mm-hmm. my heart. Um, even if it looks a little bit extreme or a little bit sort of like, whoa, that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. That lady's got blue, bluish gray hair. and shes I
1: love her hair. Yeah. I think I'm going to go gray.
0: Nice. Yeah, you should. I think we're
1: good. It definitely I think you hit it when you said a balance of playfulness but also being not super serious but just again neutral. neutral. Like you have these uh you have this f- super funny side of you where you do impre- impersonations of people. <laughs> And it makes me laugh. And then on the other hand, you know, I see you as a serious yoga teacher. And then you just kind of throw in this uh, really funny punchline and it gets us laughing in the studios, oh, which is also a reminder for us, right? Like, have fun. Have fun. Don't take it too seriously. Nice. And um,
0: yeah, I think the message that I'm receiving is like, I'm on the right track and my heart knows that everything's fine. In my core, I know everything's fine and that I'm happy. And it's just sometimes the ego is like, oh, but, like, what is this? It's like, no, just stay out of it. Just stay in the heart.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The electromagnetic field of the heart's like, over 100 times more powerful than that of the brainwaves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? And maybe we've been kind of brainwashed into always being in our brain waves and always being in our heads and analyzing everything. Right? We weren't really taught in school how to, like, tap into the heart brain mm-hmm. and the gut brain. So it's like, oh, but... Oh, it feels so much better down there. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. I don't care if I ever have any other boyfriends or girlfriends because it feels so good to be in my heart.
1: Yeah. Well, and you're so right because I also remember growing up, there was so much emphasis on the smart girls. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were on on a roll or you had a certain GPA, you got your name on a plaque Mm -hmm. next to the principal's office. Well, what about the girls who did amazing things for their community that didn't translate into great grades, but how were they acknowledged? So I think now we're starting to recognize that. Like, people have to do more volunteer work. People yep. have to be more, I guess, balanced in all areas of their life and not mm-hmm. just totally academic or, or just one thing. yeah, focused on your brain. It's mm-hmm. quite more on your heart. That's cool. Well, that's another topic. Like, does life balance really exist? Do you Daniel think LaPorte it does? it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think She's it does. I use that analogy. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, on those like late, late night shows before they'd have a guy balancing 10 plates and oh, they'd wow. be spinning like on sticks. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, at one point they could all be spinning, but at some point something's going to start stumbling and you've got to put your attention to it and start spinning again so uh-huh. that... But at the end, you know, all the plates eventually fall because yeah. you can't keep them up. Right. But I think in your life, whatever you put your attention to is going to have your attention, which might mean you can't fully divide yourself equally among all areas. Totally. And something's got to give, but hopefully you've got things that are more in balance than off balance so that whatever needs your attention at that time yeah. can have it.
0: For me, like, I've got non-negotiables. Like, mm-hmm. it's non-negotiable that I have a daily yoga practice, and meditation practice. Nice. Like, it has to happen um so it, I've been doing daily sadhana for like the last year and a half and I haven't really missed any days and that's you wake up at anytime between 4 and 6 a.m nice. and I'll do like an hour and a half to two hours of yoga meditation yeah. and I just love it and mm-hmm. yeah if that's that's my like sort of that's what keeps me balanced or that's what keeps me having enough resources to like yeah. handle life and challenges and stuff
1: whatever comes your way
0: yeah yeah, so...
1: Cool. Your bandwidth.
0: My It keeps my bandwidth, you know, broad enough to be able to live my dream. And that's yeah. what I was missing before. Like, I was just, like, smoking pot, and, like, I wasn't really having good daily habits. I wasn't being mindful about what I was eating. And that definitely took a toll on the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. And I also was just pretending to be Adam Lambert, <laughs> <laughs> which was really fun. But I didn't have, like... a a daily practice that helped me just love will
1: yeah
0: you know and so little scared will was like hey but what about me like you're just being adam lambert and everybody's loving your your act and it's great but like what about little will and so now i have like a practice where i'm like spiritually reparenting little will yeah so that i'm not just dressing up an empty coat hanger i think it's great what lady gaga does and she's always pretending to be somebody else but i think she's i hope she's having i know she does yoga and stuff so I'm, i'm sure that helps her like love the actual Stephanie Germanotta while she's putting mm-hmm. on all those different roles. So that's, that's when me. I first met you
1: when you were the Adam yeah. Lambert. Yeah. But you were also carrying extra weight and you were heavier. I
0: was very heavy. I was eating tons of food and I was, yeah, I just, because Adam Lambert ate lots of food. So I just was yeah. doing what, I was like, what would Adam Lambert eat? Oh, he'd eat this. <laughs> what would Adam Lambert do right now? And it was really actually it was amazing. A look. Like I got like the best sleeps in my whole life. Because I would be like, Adam Lambert wouldn't worry. (laughs) It was just a mental trick. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I would, like, and I was so confident, and, like, people would, like, criticize me, and I would just, like, stay grounded, and, like, it wouldn't affect me. And, like, I had this Lululemon launch, and it was disorganized, this one girl, and I just, was like, channeled Adam Adam Lambert. She's like, whoa, you're so assertive with me. I love how assertive you are with me. (laughs) Whether
1: you knew he was actually like that or not, you had invented this persona of what (laughs) he... You thought he would be. Who
0: I thought he was. Neat. And I literally became him yeah. from like 2009 to 2012. Yeah. It was so fun. I was so confident. I loved that's it. That's
1: great. Oh, I'm sure that's what actors do too if they I need to get in character.
0: So. Yeah. Um, but, but then I got an into avatar. Like, drugs and alcohol and then it kind of all went to shit.
1: <laughs> oh, he didn't do that, did he?
0: <laughs> uh, he had done it earlier. Oh, okay. he done it earlier. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's a bit older than me. And I was like such a good sheltered little child. I, yep. would, I never thought I would ever have gotten into
1: drugs. We but grew yeah. up in a bubble.
0: I grew up in a bubble in West Van. Yeah,
1: you, know? you said you were the little kid, chubby little kids, having so roast beef
0: dinners food. at Hollyburn. I was always eating food up at the country club.
1: And now you're more you were than you.
0: <laughs> I am so myself now. Like, I am very, like, even on my Instagram, like, I just say everything that I believe in, and, like, I don't yeah. really have any filter anymore. But I do have daily sandra. And that's, like, one thing that I feel helps it make it possible to just, like, be myself. Yeah. And
1: I'm sure there's a lot of people out there and students who are going through their days thinking, what would Will do?
0: Aw, that's cute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. What would Will do? i got to think about that, too. Will would not be eating this right now.
0: Ah! <laughs> uh, 80-20 rule. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's nice just to indulge. Yeah. But, uh... Um,
1: so how does this all feel? It
0: feels good. Yeah, honor Those your feelings, take a step back, balance. Thank you, angels, for bringing my life into balance. Thank you, angels, for helping me to step back from what's not serving me. Thank you, Haniel, for supporting me as I honor my emotions. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Just what you needed to hear.
0: Very good. Yay. And they're all white and kundalini
1: yeah, I think they're all pretty. We'll take a picture and you can post it.
0: Okay, perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for this angel card reading session.
1: You're welcome, Will. I'm happy to do that. Yay. Live.
0: Live reading.
1: <laughs> That's a first. That's a first. Cool.
0: Awesome. Where can people book a session with you?
1: They can go on my personal website, which is Aprilmaybellia.com Nice. And there's an intake form. I'm taking uh, three more clients by the end of this month. And then I'm going to learn how to do and facilitate the Discover Your Sacred Gifts cool. workshop, which I'm really excited about. Nice. And then I'll be o- able to offer that in the new year.
0: Oh, that's exciting. So April there's still Mal- spots. Yes. Sweet. And then what's your Instagram handle?
1: Aprilbellia, And I'm also the owner of The Granola Girl.
0: Nice. It's so good. It's got fucking goji berries in it. I love that. <laughs>
1: Oh, and our goji berry bliss balls or granola girl bliss balls.
0: Goji berry granola girl bliss balls. Is there any recipe for that or you just created it?
1: Um, I kind of whipped it up together by mashing yams that were baked in the oven Mm -hmm. and then uh, added more, as much granola until I could form it into a ball and then rolled it in coconut with some extra pumpkin pie spices. <laughs> Coconut. Then I rolled it in cocaine. <laughs> Don't do that. That's why it's so addictive. So addictive. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't ever do cocaine.
0: Especially in Vancouver. It's not good. It's oh, yeah. not even cocaine in Vancouver. Just stick with bliss balls. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the better balls option.
0: It's so much more delicious. Satnam Yogis. Thank you again for tuning in. And thank you again to April May Balia for being on the show once more. As you can see, she's not only an amazing intuitive coach, but she's an angel card reader. She's a wonderful friend. And she is the creator and founder and CEO of Granola Girl it's an original mix it's a lot of heart and a whole bunch of health that goes into every batch of granola girl granola you can put a few morsels on your yogurt for breakfast or dive right into the bag and eat it by the fistful as a snack which you've probably seen me do (laughs) before i teach yoga it's good to the very core thanks to a list of carefully selected all-natural ingredients that are as good tasting as they are good for you in the granola girl, there is sesame seeds, there's pumpkin seeds, it's not too sweet. You also get organic oats and hemp hearts, antioxidants, and my favorite, you get goji berries. Goji berry goodness. In every batch of granola girl, there is a handful of goji berries, which is the Tibetan superfood. And in case you didn't know, goji berries are good for you. Goji berries are a complete protein loaded with antioxidants, they're an extremely rich source of amino acids and they have beta carotene the berries are also rich in an excess of over 20 different trace minerals such as zinc iron copper phosphorus b-complex vitamins and vitamin e so go pick up your granola girl granola it is the best you can get it anywhere granola is sold in western canada for example you can get it at urban fair save on foods whole foods anywhere where you procure your groceries check out the granola girl it's in a pink bag you cannot miss it thank you granola girl for sponsoring this episode namaste everybody please head over to itunes to rate and subscribe to the Buy urban yogi and while you're there type in will blunderfield wild horses and check out my new album it's a fusion of george michael-esque vocals with ancient mantras from around the world namaste